0: Many of us who are working in the IT industry, we always have a question, what after IT? And uh, we are yet to see the first generation of uh, retirees from IT industry, but many a times we see people switching from IT to follow their passion and all, is one of those senior IT leaders who has transitioned himself into an entrepreneur. So in today's episode, let us chat with Manny. So this is The Guiding Voice podcast series, The Guiding Voice for a better future. Folks, I'm your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. And through The Guiding Voice, we help and enable successful leaders share their knowledge and wisdom with the world so that our audience will acquire more knowledge by tuning into The Guiding Voice per every minute than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me today. And we are extremely pleased to have Manny part of the Guiding Voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Manny, I'm super excited to learn about your entrepreneurial journey and all. And I'm super pleased to have you part of today's conversation. Hearty welcome to the Guiding Voice.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. I did I get did the, the opportunity to see a few of your uh, episodes and I really enjoyed uh, what I heard. I think it's uh, absolutely brilliant what you're doing. And I hope that this conversation will inspire uh, other people, including uh, fellow potential IT professionals who want to become entrepreneurs, find out where to get started. And uh, it's very interesting how uh, some people, they have this notion where you're either working your uh, corporate job or you're doing entrepreneurship. Uh, it's not, a, it's actually not a binary thing. Uh, throughout my whole journey, I was actually able to uh, maintain both um maintain both professions at a very high level so i i I, I, th- I think time management is the key man it's i think i think it's all about time management and it's all about uh, taking the learnings uh, in your in the job that you work in the daytime and i hate to say day job because uh, i genuinely enjoy what i do i genuinely enjoy uh you know, get, getting paid to solve uh, problems again I, I genuinely enjoy getting paid to advise executive leadership uh on on how to implement the latest, greatest digital tools. So, uh, so, so yeah, overall, I think this is going to be a great, productive conversation. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. too. And now let's jump into the conversation, Manny. Let's talk very briefly about your career journey and especially the top three things that have helped you so far to be successful in your life.
1: Definitely. So, uh, I think that one of the reasons why I was able to accelerate my career and get, uh, you know, uh, move up the ladder fairly quickly was because in my early twenties I was working at a consultancy. Uh, it was one of the top four in the world. Uh, it was a top four consultancy, and I was probably plugging in probably sixty hours a week. Uh, I was probably plugging in sixty hours a week at the job, uh, and I also was still. Doing entrepreneurship in the evening, I was also had running a side businesses. I actually had a website that got one million views uh, in twenty twenty. It's it was the culmination of many many years work. It was definitely the culmination of many many years work. But learning how to learning how to manage vendors, learning how to manage contractors, learning how to recruit, learning how to budget, uh, learning how to run effective project meetings, and being able to design efficient processes. Uh, that is actually. That is actually one thing that has served my corporate career very, very well, and it, it, it's really funny because uh, when I was at when I was at the office back. In- back in the day when people still uh actually went to the office every day now uh you know now, now if you go into the office it's a little bit like a ghost town uh, it's, it's definitely a little bit like a ghost town but I, you know I, I i i go in anyway because i think it's really important to stay plugged in i think it's really important to get to stay connected uh, you know to your to your community but the, i had a i had a few coworkers uh listening to me like running a you know, or, or running meetings or running calls, and they would say, hey, you know, you're, you're really young. H- how do you get good at this so quick? Little did they know I was doing that during the evenings for my side business all along. So I, so I was no longer the young guy. I was a guy who has been seasoned and doing this for a while. And I credit my experience for entrepreneurship. So uh, I think the three tips that I would give, for I think the three tips that I would give is, number one, Get very good at managing time, uh, and working, working is essentially two jobs, two very highly demanding jobs. Uh, really taught me how to manage my time. Number two, working stuff that you're passionate and identify what you're good at, while trying to address your weaknesses, and while tr- and while trying to, while, while trying to. Put yourself in places where your weaknesses don't hold you back. So, I'll give you an example. Some people are highly, highly introverted. They dislike talking to people. Um, that is always going to be a defining part of them. They can get better at talking to people, but if they're always introverted, if they don't like interacting with people, you, you then have to ask yourself what can you, you know? What can you do to make up for your lack of desire to talk to other people maybe may, maybe to rectify this you can uh you know really buckle down and increase your technical skill that That's a great example of someone using a strength to compensate for the weakness uh, For my case, I would actually say that my technical skills uh you know uh, one of one of the things that i one of the things that I did for my business Heaven's pantry was actually built a script that can scrape leads online. So, but my technical skills are definitely one of my weaker areas. Uh, so, what does that mean for someone like me? Uh, I think you know I worked on my technical skills to the point where I have a good grasp, I have a good appreciation, I have a good understanding of the technology, and I can even build simple tools uh, for for personal use. And so, I can truly understand how the sausage is made. But uh, you know, I I accept that this is my weakness. I'm going to compensate for it by doing the best I can to, you know, to make it less of a weakness. But I'll rely on my other skills, such as being able to talk to people, such as enthusiasm, such as positive energy, and that's and that and that compensates for me not being the best technically. So that's a, uh, and that, that didn't that didn't hold that didn't hold me back career wise either so uh that that's my second tip uh, find out what you're good at and use that to compensate for what you're not good at, but while still working on what you're not good at, for example, that introverted guy he should still he should still practice talking to people and by the way, I'm actually introverted too. I just like talking about things I'm really passionate about. Let's go over to my last tip of advice. My last tip of advice is you gotta be persistent you know uh, you got to be able to face failure you got to be able to look at failure in the face you have no idea how many interviews i did uh, when i was younger and i got rejected flat out uh, i was not oh i was not always the best interviewer and i think that interviewing is uh you know when I many many years ago i thought interviewing was like hey i need to convince someone that i'm good enough to do a particular job now i need to convince someone that like a uh, you know my you know that uh my the services that my uh, company uh, in my entrepreneurship life offers is the has the best services. Now it's more of like, hey, this is me. This is who this is this is who I am. Here is my skill set. Do you think there's a potential match? If not, let's shake hands. Let's leave it f- as friends. And I talk to someone new and maybe and maybe uh, you know we can do business uh, together. And hey, maybe if I maybe if I talk to someone who, who we thought there was no potential match, maybe if I talk to them a year later, now they remember me as a very positive, energetic, uh, happy guy. Though you know, maybe maybe there might be a mutual fit. Maybe there might be a mutual fit. And and you're always evaluating uh, the other party as well, huh? and you're always seeing how you can help the other party. So I think so i think it's just really learning to i think it's really just learning uh, to not be phased not be affected by adverse outcomes that is so important you got to have thick skin if you want to make it uh, up the corporate ladder and you got to have thick skin if you want to succeed as an entrepreneur you really do because uh, you know you got to learn if you're not dealing with if you can't deal with rejection today uh, you're going to deal with so much rejection the higher up you go
0: Manny, I think uh, that's so exciting to see you pursue your entrepreneurial journey while having a day job, right? So, can you shed some light around the origins of Heaven's Pantry, your venture?
1: Sure, absolutely. So, Heaven's Pantry was actually founded by two of my friends uh, back when I was working at consulting uh, a top four firm. They used to work us, uh, you know, probably from 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock, and I had little time to, uh, you know, um, eat healthy, healthy. And one of the perks is that they would give you free coffee. The problem with free coffee is that you would have, you you would drink it and then, uh, to to wake yourself up in the morning. And then during the evenings, you drink it. And then, uh, you know, now you, to to power through the rest of the evening. And now you can't go to sleep. The, the chocolate excalibar is actually a really beautiful concoction. And the chocolate excalibar allows you to, um, get a boost of energy without the same crash that caffeine has and it uh, and thankfully uh, it allows you to go to sleep at night as well so uh, i I really I really credit the chocolate scout of the bar for keeping me energized during my consulting days and allowing me to go to sleep at night and I invite everyone to try it out as well
0: absolutely I think uh, yeah I I feel like uh, having it one day. (laughs) All right. So moving on to my next question, what are some toughest lessons that you learned so far as part of your entrepreneurial journey?
1: I think one of the toughest lessons I've learned so far is uh, not everyone that you talk to is going to be a good customer and it's nothing that you need to take. It's nothing that you need to take personal. Uh, It's, it's just, Sometimes it's just not a fit at that point of time, and if you call them up a few months from now, maybe they're dissatisfied with one of their current vendors. You know, th- then you have a, the opportunity to solve one of their problems. And I see, it in, I see it as a problem-solving exercise. You're trying to solve something that they need in their business. That's that's probably one of the biggest biggest things that I learned. Another, another thing that I learned is just uh, keep going. If you know that you're, you figure out what to do first of all. And then once you figure out what to do, be relentless when executing your plan. And uh, lastly, you, gotta, you, you you got you to be very, very motivated. And you can't be motivated by money. Uh, if you're motivated by money, you might as well just stay in your corporate job, keep moving up and uh, you know, focus on that. Entrepreneurship is a passion and love. It, and if you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to succeed.
0: Yeah. And you said you work for top four consulting firm. So how were you able to take the learnings from the Fortune 500 career into the entrepreneurship in the food industry?
1: That, that, that's a great question. So uh, the nice thing about consulting is that you're exposed to the processes of different companies, you're exposed to different industries, and you're trusted to give senior leadership advice on how to, and how to do things, how to implement things. So that's definitely um, that cross-industry exposure, learning different processes, that definitely is... Really huge, and secondly, I actually got good at automation because, you know, I, I believe that I believe in finding the most efficient way to do to do something, not just blindly working hard. And obviously, I work very hard, but you got to be but you got to be efficient as well. I learned how to use leverage automation to achieve business outcomes during my during my tenure in in, the, in that consulting firm because I learned how to automate my own work so that I can end up working less. And, being able to study a little bit more, I took those same learnings and and I started automating a lot of the work for my uh, entrepreneurial life as well. So. One of the biggest uh, use cases that I have for my personal company, I actually have an automation that goes on to, that goes onto the websites and then scrapes potential leads to customers who are qualified customers as well, so so that I can call people up who are most likely genuinely interested in the product. That's probably the biggest takeaway: learning how to build that script.
0: Mm-hmm. Now let's uh, flip the coin and talk about things that you have to unlearn from the. Fortune 500 career to succeed as an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, you, you have to unlearn how you in corporate America to get something done. You have to dot your I's. You got to cross all your T's, and you got to get alignment from multiple different stakeholders. In entrepreneurship, if you have an idea and you think it's good, you go ahead and you get it done, and, and you track and you assess whether or not you know uh, you fail uh, or, or whether you succeeded at that task. So you have in, in corporate America. You move you move quick, no, you move slow, and you plan slow as well, where, and you fail very slowly. As an entrepreneur, you move quick, and you fail fast, and you iterate over and over again until you succeed.
0: And is this so profound? So in the entrepreneurial journey, you move fast and fail fast. I think uh, it makes sense right? to fail fast and uh, either pivot or persevere kind of thing so that you can quickly change your navigation and all. That makes absolute sense to me. And uh, this has been a fascinating conversation so far, but let's add some spice to the episode. I'm going to quickly kick off a quick crack. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. This is I
1: my favorite finished. part, actually. <laughs> the spice is definitely my favorite part. Let's do this.
0: All right. So let me fire the first one. What was your childhood fantasy, Manny?
1: My childhood fantasy was being a successful businessman and uh, being a, and eventually being a C-suite executive. Uh, I'm not quite there in my uh, life in the Fortune 500. I know I'll get there uh, eventually if I keep if I keep working my way up if I keep delivering good results. And uh, I think I I think being a businessman I definitely succeeded in that as well. Uh, you know I definitely had the chance to grow organizations that I personally care a lot about. I, I was able to build large teams. Uh, I was I, I was able to create jobs and I I definitely think that uh, you know me being an entrepreneur during the evening that's allowed me to achieve my childhood dreams and being a CEO of a large company, I'll work on that eventually as well.
0: Wonderful. Wish you all the best. And moving to the next one, what is the best piece of advice that you have received so far?
1: The best piece of advice that I have received is be empathetic to the customer, whether it's a stakeholder in in a, the corporation or it's a uh, store that wants to buy energy bars from heaven's pantry. And I say this because, you know, um, uh, in corporate America, you, you, want to be, you want to be known as that guy who provides a solution to people's problems. Uh, that is what gains the respect. And ultimately, if you're not satisfied giving people solutions to their problem, you're in the wrong line of work. So that's the biggest piece of advice uh, that, that someone ever gave me. Be empathetic to other people. Uh, truly listen to their problems and find a way to solve their problems.
0: Awesome. All right, here comes my next one. Can you describe one life-changing incident that changed your perspective, very briefly?
1: A life-changing incident that uh, really changed my perspective was one of my mentors I actually met uh, while at Starbucks. he was reading a book about cloud engineering, and I decided to strike up a conversation with him because my father works in the industry as well. And then uh, I, my father's also a cloud engineer. And I, and I talked about it with him, and I was like, oh, hey, this is a really interesting book. We became friends r- really quickly, and he ended up becoming a trusted mentor uh, towards my towards my entire career. So something as simple as a Brief conversation can lead to a friendship of many years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, that's fantastic. And moving to my next one, what would you do if you win a billion-dollar lottery?
1: If I won a billion-dollar lottery, the first thing that I would do is uh, I would uh, – at that point, it's not just about my business anymore. It's about how I can better benefit the overall economy. And number one thing I would do is someone gave me a billion dollars. I'm a very frugal. I'm a very minimalistic guy. I don't need a lot to be happy but I wanted to make sure this world was a better place. The first thing I would do is I would use that money to create high quality jobs. I would use that money to create jobs that benefit society and I would use and, and uh, work towards a greater goal uh, that benefits humanity. So I would use that billion dollars to create
0: jobs. Awesome, and good luck. Definitely you are going to win someday. Last one, let me, <laughs> let me find the last bullet out of the rapid Fire Manny. What is one electronic gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself?
1: What is one of the gadgets I would like to see or invent myself? Uh, so I actually am going, I actually am working on, a, uh, on an automation script that, that messages our leads that we picked up. So uh, that's actually a that's actually a cool gadget that I'm gonna have built out pretty soon. Uh, it was actually built out. It was actually built out already, but I just needed a little bit of a break fix. So that's uh, that's something really cool that I'm personally capable of building myself.
0: <laughs> Excellent. All right. So that was a great rapid fire round. And let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation. So, Manny, Absolutely. what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers or lives? Anything?
1: Uh, I think I think you have to have a reason for it. If you're just working for money, then you're a lot You're a very lost man. Uh, money at the end of the day is not a. Money is not how you. Uh, is not the purpose of life. It is what money allows you to do. Like it's what it's the uh, fact... It's the ability of money to help, you know, the community around you, the people that you love, the people that you care about, and the causes, the missions that you want to see succeed. Um, do not ever, do not ever work for money. You will not be, you will not be a very successful person. You'll actually likely be broke because uh, if you're not good at what you're, if you're not good at what you do, people aren't willing to pay you. So, so uh, <laughs> do not, do not work for money. Have a higher purpose. Whether it's taking care of your family, whether it's uh, philanthropy, whether it's wanting to build uh, a organization that shapes our world or society in the direction that you want to go find that purpose and i will not tell you what that purpose is because you got to figure that out yourself
0: awesome that's a profound advice and manny thank you so much for being part of the guiding voice journey in shape indicators and lives of millions across the globe it was super to have a conversation with you and uh, really delighted to have you as a guest thank you so much
1: Naveen, I really appreciate your time and I look forward to staying in touch.
0: All right, definitely. So pleasure to host you, Manny. And uh, folks, before we move into the trivia section, here's a small request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if you have loved this conversation and enjoyed the episode, please... Request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode. You know, today's trivia is about a few entrepreneurship facts. You know, in 2019, the total entrepreneurial activity, which is called as TEA, increased to a record high of 17.4%. And uh, the COVID-19 pandemic has shut about 31% of small businesses. And about 12% of business owners only have a high school diploma. Not only that, X makes 46% of small business owners, which means they are really thriving for entrepreneurship. And only 64% of the SMBs have a website. These are all some interesting facts that I have uh, gathered about entrepreneurship. And in case if you have come across any of the entrepreneurship facts, I would look forward to seeing your comments either on YouTube channel or through social media platform and that's all for today folks thank you so much for joining me and before i let you go request you to share your topic recommendations or any guest speaker suggestions either through social media or email us at theguidingvoiceforyou at i'm your host Navin Samala just a fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe until next time bye-bye thank you so much